Hashtag SAFMBTH. 0614-104-107. And you can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin Simpia. Um, remember, our studio line also is 086-000-2032. Okay, let's uh, speak next to um, Zimbabwe's opposition leader, that is advocate Nelson Chamisa, the leader of the Citizens Coalition for Change, as Zimbabwe is preparing to go to the polls this year. Um, we also heard a bit earlier on that the president, Emerson Mnangagwa, has now announced a date of the elections, which is going to be on the 23rd of August. Get some reaction from advocate Nelson Chamisa. Advocate, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. You've been calling for a date to be proclaimed, and now it's there. How do you take this? Well, uh, we acknowledge and take note of the fact that uh, this is what um, the law demands and this is what we're demanding as the citizens and also as the stakeholders and players, uh, big actors in matters to do with governance, that there be a date, that there be predictability, that there be certainty, that there be consistency and that there be constitutionalism respecting of the dates that are supposed to be um, uh, stated or slated and on account of um, um, uh, enough time for preparation for those who are supposed to participate in that election. So our focus now is on the reforms, on the political environment, so that we do not have an election that is marred by violence, that is marred by disturbances, that is marred by irregularities. We've just seen that the electoral Commission has not been able to provide answers for names that are missing on the voters' roll. There has been an inspection of the voters' roll that has been going on for the past two days, three days. Uh, we have inspected our names. There are people who are complaining that their names have just mysteriously disappeared. That is an issue that is a cause for concern, and we have called for the electoral authorities to show their professionalism, integrity, and independence so that we are able to resolve all the outstanding issues and we clear the way for Zimbabweans to choose. And it's a big moment for Zimbabwe 2023. It's a moment for change. It's a huge opportunity for Zimbabweans to usher in change and the turn uh, in the uh, fortunes of the nation. Yeah. With the with the voters' role, some of those concerns <coughs> were raised even before during the 2018 elections. Um, what has changed since then? And I remember even during the 2018 elections, there were concerns around people um, who were so-called dead but still on the voters' roll. Well, that's a, that's one of the biggest issues that in Zimbabwe, uh, there are dead people who resurrect on the day of elections or during the electoral cycle season being on the voters' roll. This is the kind of problem we have always had. So you will imagine that uh, the actors are still the same, the act is still the same, the play is still the same, uh, and probably what has changed is the date. Uh, And we continue to emphasize, and this is why we have engaged Zeg to say, let's deal with these issues, or else we are going to have yet another disputed and contested election. And a disputed and contested election is not good for Zimbabwe is not good for government and uh, the state because a contested state is a contested a nation and it's a contested destiny. We have seen the disputed elections in the past. They've caused instability. They've caused economic hemorrhaging. Right now, the economy is tanking. The tools box for ZANU-PF and for Mr. Munangagwa is amped. They've failed to deal with the economy in absolute terms. They've failed to tame inflation. They've t- failed to... Uh, term corruption, they failed to deal with unemployment. In fact, 
Zimbabwe has now been scoring very high, very high on negatives, unemployment rate, um, corruption, uh, inflation, uh, all the negatives, disputed elections, political violence, human rights violations. We have our members of parliament who are incarcerated, job scholar, and also other politicians like uh, Jacob Ngarifube who are in prison on trumped up political charges. That is not what we would want to see. We want Zimbabwe to be a civilized nation, a democratic nation, a development and prosperous nation. It is only possible when we have given governance a fix and a dose of correction that comes from citizens being allowed to vote and choose their leaders. Yeah. And then when it comes to the observers, um, do you know which observers have been accredited so far? And again, back to what happened in 2018 is uh, the concerns that were raised by the European Union's um, election observers. And they said that the elections fall short of being declared as credible. Well, I mean, uh, we still do not know uh, which observers, who has been invited and how they're going to be invited. Uh, it's again one of those issues that are on a catalogue of lists of issues to be sorted out and the boxes to be ticked if this election is to be credible. Who is going to observe the election? Are we going to have uh, long-term uh, uh, observer missions? SADC, what is the role of SADC? How do we have a guarantee to the holding of a free and fair election? How do we make sure that we deal with the voters' flow? How do we make sure that we deal with the credibility of the announced result? Real time, the result has to be announced. How do we deal with issues to do with the security of the vote and the security of the voter? But more fundamentally, how do we also ensure that there is the hygiene of the Electoral Commission itself so that it's vaccinated against all these excesses, omissions and commissions of politics you know, the capture by ZANU-PF, the capture by other spooky organizations. You know, there's a new organization that was formed by Mr. Mnangagwa called, you know, Forever Associates of Zimbabwe. It's unknown a quantity in terms of the constitution and the legal uh, framework of our country, but that is the institution that seems to be uh, almost ubiquitous everywhere across the whole country. It's an issue that we are confronting and want to confront it head on because what we want at the end of the day is for Zimbabweans to choose their own leaders, not usurpation that we've seen. And that's why Mr. Mnangagwa has failed to resolve issues affecting Zimbabwe. He doesn't inspire the nation because there's no connection with the nation. He has not been given the mandate by the people. And if that continues, Zimbabwe is tanking and it will tank in a big way. 0614-104-107. We're in conversation with uh, the leader of the Triple C that is in Zimbabwe, Advocate Nelson Chamisa. We'll be taking your voice notes when we come back. You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM, weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Good afternoon, Aldrin. How are you today? Aldrin, it is good that the president of Zimbabwe has announced the date for, for election. What we are asking him now to do is also to give a platform for the opposition to to campaign. You know, it's said that when you look at the news of Zimbabwe, you don't hear anything about the opposition parties. You know, he has to campaign on, on, on social media, of which it's said uh, the ground must be 50-50. Chamisa must also be allowed to campaign freely in Zimbabwe. Thank you. Good afternoon, Aldrin. It's Edward. Aldrin, I've got some questions for the present. 
of triple c uh the first question is uh, what is their position regarding uh, same same sex marriage a, a uh, according to their manifesto uh the second one is what are their plans uh for ZTP holders and other Zimbabweans children who are learning in South Africa as they go back to Zimbabwe what are they doing are they going to be able to continue uh, uh, providing Africans and Zulu uh, uh, learning material for these children and lastly can you ask him uh, what are they going to do to make sure that they've got polling agents in all uh, polling stations like the previous elections they failed to produce v11 because they had no polling agents in almost half of the polling stations in conversation with uh, advocate nelson chamisa the leader of uh, the triple c your response to those uh, comments there advocate well, first is just to correct a factual error that uh, we didn't have uh, all the agents. We had uh, substantially 98% of the polling uh, agents at various polling stations. As we go into this election, we have 12,000 polling stations, and we've already mobilized those polling stations to be sufficiently um, manned by our personnel. And uh, we have a battalion of uh, polling agents who are going to provide the necessary support of course, we have one or two areas where V11s uh, were supposed to be produced. The obligation was not on the polling agents uh, from the uh, alternative, but of course from ZEC. It is ZEC that failed to provide uh, validating information of their result. Up to this day, nobody knows how much Mr. Munangagwa got. Munangagwa was just declared by the Constitutional Court. But when you look at the actual vote to say what numbers, what figures did Mr. Mnangagwa go? Zek announced three different figures for Mr. Mnangagwa, and all of them could not add up. Of course, we disputed the, the, the results. We went to the Constitutional Court, and Mr. Mnangagwa was erroneously and wrongfully declared the leader. And that's why we still have problems elsewhere, because governance is broken, politics is broken, the economy is therefore broken, and Zimbabwe is indeed broken, because it starts with governance. It is governance, mm -hmm. it is leadership, stupid. Number two, um, the question that I had from a colleague is about uh, uh, what we are doing um, on the issue of uh, um, the permits. Yeah. We are clear, we know that we have asked SADC, South Africa included, give us some breathing space. We need to fix our situation in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is broken, but we can fix it within a moment. Support us. Are you asking for ourselves. another extension? Well, look, we've, we, we've already asked for an extension. We're given that extension. We're granted that breathing space. And want, within that uh, breathing space, we want to make sure that we fix Zimbabwe so that we don't continue to be a headache. Otherwise, we, we can talk about academic issues. If we don't fix Zimbabwe, it doesn't matter even if you chase away Zimbabweans. We share a, a border. We are just uh, separated by a river. And that is a, a natural phenomenon by God. We are one people. We can't be separated by colonial boundaries. But to be able to have these boundaries respected and borders, we have also to fix our own issues so that we are able to live side by side as good neighbors. But good neighborliness is also about good understanding of that osmosis 
of help, the osmosis of charity, the osmosis of assistance, help us to help you. It's mm -hmm. under the Agesan. You know, you have, you know, we have to wa to wash each other, hands wash each other. And we have to make sure that there is a handshake sure. between South Africa and Zimbabwe to make Zimbabwe work again, to make Zimbabwe function, so that we are not a headache, so that we are not a nuisance, so that we are not noise to South Africa. We must be music to our neighbors, but it's only on account of us being helped to deal with our own rhythm, to deal with our own rhyme, and to deal with our own music and our own band. Right now, it's almost like everything is upside down, but we need that help from South Africa. Last okay. but not least, yeah. I think there was the issue of uh, uh, same-sex marriage. That mm. issue is settled in our constitution. The constitution of Zimbabwe does not permit same-sex marriages, and that settles it. We are law-abiding. We are supposed to govern in terms of the laws of the land. We are not coming in to try and usurp or overthrow the laws of the land. And what is consistent with the law is that same-sex yeah. marriage is not provided for in the constitution of Zimbabwe. But something that you'd willing would be willing to see change at all? Because um, even, for instance, um, the diaspora not voting um, outside of Zimbabwe is also constitutional, but um, you are seeking electoral reform. It's not even In fact, it's not constitutional, my brother. It's not constitutional for diasporans mm. not to vote. We have over 5 million Zimbabweans in the diaspora. And they pay uh, taxes with over two billion in remittances from the diaspora. So obviously, you can't have taxation without representation. That has been our major bone of contention. It's not that it's not provided for in the constitution. It is actually provided for in the constitution. What is needed is just to make the enabling legislation and to make the necessary technical, operational, and administrative measures to allow for that alignment with the region. SADC guidelines are very clear. We are the only unique country where uh, Zimbabweans in the diaspora are not allowed, or citizens in the diaspora are not allowed to vote. That must be fixed. It's in the constitution. But of course, in terms of your question directly, do I wish to see any change? If it's not broken, why fix it? Okay. Nelson Chamisa, the advocate Nelson Chamisa, the leader of the Triple C in Zimbabwe. Apologies, we're a bit late for the news headlines.